the thief comes not except to steal, kill, and destroy. I have come that you might have an enjoy life, life in abundance until it overflows. Discover how to live the abundant life in Christ through the ministry of Pastor Oseyao Afwakwa. Pastor Afwakwa is the founder and general overseer of Embassy of Life Chapel, a thriving ministry headquartered in Kumasi with a network of churches in Kumasi and Accra, Ghana. God has commissioned him to train believers through the teaching of the good news of the kingdom to know God better, live life better, and impact the world better. Get set for an empowerment that will enable you to live a life of all-round victory, success, and limitless prosperity. God bless you as you listen. Well, hello and welcome to Excel today. I'm glad to have you join me this morning for another time of learning at the feet of Christ for a life of excellence and all-round success. Let's pray together. Spirit of God, we thank you for this morning. Thank you for the blessing and the gift of a new month. Thank you for 30 days of mercy and grace. Thank you that all through this month, grace and mercy will speak for us. All through this month, your blessing will follow and accompany our lives. Let your word rest upon the preaching and the hearing of your word. Let the grace of God that brings transformation be released through this medium upon everyone who is watching now or may watch it thereafter. Let Christ be exalted and their lives be edified and transformed for good. In Jesus' precious name, amen and amen. God richly bless you for being here. Go ahead and share the link with others so they can be blessed through the ministry of God's word. We are continuing our series on a better me, a better me. And presently we are on form better habits, form better habit. We said that God wants us to be better. And if you are also a progressive person, you desire to be better. But how will you attain that dream? How would you translate the desire into a reality? Many people have desires, but they are never able to uh, translate those desires into reality. How can your desire to be better become a reality where you can see that you have become better spiritually, you have become better financially, you have become better in your relationship? How can this become a reality? That's what we are trying to establish through this series caption form better habits habits it's what it takes for you to be able to change your life from one level to another if once you are born again the power to change resides in you the power to change resides in you the tools for change there are various tools for change and the power to reside is what helps you to engage the tools for change so when god changes you from inside he empowers you to be able to effect changes on the outside that's why the most important change is the one that takes place within you and that takes place spiritually and that is the change christ effected when he came into our lives when you accepted christ as your lord and savior immediately you became a changed man if any man be in christ is a new creation all things have be passed away and behold all things have become new and because you are a new man in christ you are able to effect many other changes engaging god's word and the spirit of god so we are looking at form better habits and in this particular series we are looking at 12 habits for a healthy soul 
and a body we have already established the fact that as man you exist as spirit soul and body your spiritual habits have been dealt with and we are looking at habits that will help you to live a more productive life a more healthy life a more emotionally stable life and a life where you are pleased you are satisfied and you are fulfilled that is what we are looking at in this series of habits so we call it 12 habits for a healthy soul and a body what are these habits we started by looking at learning the habit of learning the bible said it is not good that the soul be without knowledge you need to be informed to be uninformed is to be deformed the bible says my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge in the area where you lack knowledge is an area you can easily be taken advantage of and the bible says, less satan takes advantage of us for we are not ignorant of his devices so even in our engagement with the devil when we walk in ignorance satan gains an upper hand in our lives and i declare to you that in this month as you embrace knowledge as you embrace the word of god satan will lose his place in your life in jesus precious name so we said it starts with learning and we said we talked about learning in various forms asking questions going to school and all of that then we looked at the habit of thinking when you learn you have to think about what you learn that's how you effect changes in your life when you have learned something you have to think about it and when you think about it you begin to see results in your life solomon went out on an excursion he saw certain things and as he thought about it he received instruction he gained insight and he was able to live a more profitable productive life we have to watch we have to hear but most importantly we need to make time to think we live in a very busy world people have little time for themselves to reflect remain silent and to think but you must understand that no matter how busy you are if you can think well you can live well because your life is determined the cause of your life is defined and determined by the quality of your thoughts that's why you need to think make time to think focus your mind on things that are productive things that are profitable don't just think after thinking the next habit you must learn to form is the habit of speaking positively when you speak when when you think well and the thoughts have filled your heart you have to express them the bible said out of the abundance of the heart the mouth speaks so you have to learn to speak the bible said let no unwholesome word proceed from your lips so we need to speak and speak wholesome words speak words that build you up speak words that build others up speak words that edify others speak words that inspire others don't speak to bring yourself down don't talk yourself down never do it never never do it no matter where you find yourself the bible said let the weak say i am strong let the sick say i am healed there is a way a believer talks that is why i believe among many things because of the power in our tongue when we got born again there are many new things god gave us he gave us a new spirit he gave us a new heart but he also gave us a new language that's why we have another tongue we can speak in the language of a spirit and we go past demonic plots and uh, machinations it's important that you discipline your tongue your tongue controls your life that's what james tells us what you say believing will become a reality in your life that's why you need to be mindful what you say to yourself and to others today we want to take it a step further and we are looking at the habit of taking prompt action yes the habit of taking prompt 
action. This will help you to avoid procrastination. Many people fail in life not because they don't know what to do. Many people fail in life not because they, they don't have a plan. Many people fail in life not because of all of these things. Many people fail. Sometimes they are even great thinkers. But many people fail in life because they fail to take action. They fail to take action. You remember the man who was given one talent. One was given five, another two, and one was given one. And the one who received one ended up as a failure. And the cause of his failure was because he failed to take action. Are you failing because you are failing to take action? I challenge you through this broadcast. Wake up and begin to take action. You have to understand that it's important that you take action and you take action promptly. Don't just act, but act promptly. Take the right action promptly. And of course, if you have thought well, your action will be right. And if you are taking the right action, you need to do so promptly. Look at John chapter 13, verse 27 with me. This is a scripture I love so much. Jesus had finished dinner with them, uh, what they call the Last Supper, and then he spoke with Judas. When Judas had eaten the bread, Satan entered into him. It's as if it's a bread he ate that Satan used to enter him. <laughs> That's what another day. Then Jesus told him, hurry and do what you are going to do. Look at Jesus. He tells Judas, hurry and go and do what you are going to do. Can I tell you this month, hurry and go do what you are going to do. Hurry and do it. Jesus was telling Peter to hurry up and go and take the action he intended to take. There are many things you have intended to do this year. A book you intend to read. Have you started reading? A course you intend to take. Have you started taking that course? There is a certain a number, there are certain number of hours you intended to pray. Have you started praying? There are a number of scriptures you wanted to meditate. They uh, memorize. Have you started doing that? It's important that you understand that until you start, you can never finish. In as much as it's great to finish until we start, we cannot finish. So it's important. The start is as equally important as the finishing. Many people don't start anything. And if you, are, you don't learn to start something, it can never grow to become a habit. So it's important. Jesus told him in the New King James Version, he says, Now after the piece of bread, Satan entered him. Then Jesus told him, What you do, do quickly. This man was going to do something diabolic. He was going to betray Jesus for money. And Jesus tells him, This bad thing you are going to do, do it quickly. Now, if Je Judas was going to do something negative and Jesus will encourage him to take action immediately, how much more you imagine that you who wants to change your life for good you want to uh, pick up a course to become professionally astute or to add value to yourself you who want to read a book that can enrich your relationship you who wants to read some chapters of the bible every day so you can grow in your knowledge of christ and in your knowledge of god's word to be equipped for ministry look can you imagine how many times jesus is shouting in your ears do it quickly this month do it quickly learn to be someone who takes action quickly you know what in two major scriptures two major bible references that has to do with prosperity uh, joshua 1 8 he said this book of the law shall not depart from your mouth but you shall meditate therein day and night that you may observe to do according to all that is written therein for then you make your way prosperous and then you have good success then you make your way prosperous and then you have good success but look at it he said this book must not depart but you shall meditate that you may observe to do that is what i want you to see observe to do you are meditating you are speaking but observe to do 
Many people are just great. They make great confessions. They don't back it with great actions. You have to take action if you must see progress in your life. Take action. Take action. Don't be a daydreamer. Take action. When you dream in the night, wake up in the day and work on it. That is how you will see your dream coming to manifestation. Be a person of action in this year. If you want to see changes in your life, take action. No matter how small, take action. The Bible says, whatsoever observe to do, then you shall make your way prosperous. It is after you have observed to do, then you make your way prosperous. Someone verse 1. He says, Blessed is a man that walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stand in the way of sinners, nor seated in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of his God, and on his law he meditates day and night. Then he says, He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water, that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. His leaves also shall not wither, and whatsoever, take note, whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. Do you want to prosper? Be a doer. If you want to prosper, find something to do. Stop talking about there are no jobs. Find something to do. The Bible says, your hands must be finding hands. Whatsoever the hand findeth to do. So, if your certificate can find you something, let your hands find you something. Find something you can do with your hands so you can advance your destiny and avoid stagnation in life. Many people have sold their destiny to procrastination they never take action i'll do it tomorrow i'll do it the next month i'll do it and it never gets done listen there will never be the best time to take action the best time to take action is today if you look at the man abraham one of the things that set him apart was the promptness if when i read his story in the book of genesis is amazing how he responded to instruction god comes to abraham 75 year old man and he tells him get thee out of thy father's house and we are told immediately abraham departed genesis 12 4 abraham so abraham departed god has spoken he is not waiting for anything and it's interesting that in the book of hebrews we are told he went not knowing where he was going. He departed, but he wasn't even sure where he was going to. That's a man of action. You don't have to get all the facts and figures right before you take action. It's good to sit down and plan, but you can't plan everything. There are things that will come as you take action. As you begin to take steps, they will become clear and you can plan them better. In the book of Genesis 17:23. The Bible said God spoke to him that let go of Hagar and the wife after a long battle with a confusion and argument with his wife. The Bible says, no, uh, 17, God spoke to him about circumcision. And the Bible said the same day Abraham circumcised himself and he circumcised everybody who was in his house. If you read further, when he had a confusion with his wife concerning Hagar and Ishmael, it was a very uh, difficult moment in his life having to let go of Hagar and then Ishmael. But God came in and told him, and the Bible said the next morning, Abraham packed them and they left. God came to Abraham again, Genesis 22, verse 1 to 3. He said, take now thy son, thy only son. Verse 3, we are told. And so Abraham saddled and asked early in the morning and left. Now, if you want to see possibilities in your life this year, be a man of action. When Abraham took the step, he didn't know. By faith, he went. 
And when he got to the place God wanted him to be, the sacrifice he needed to offer to God was waiting, not Isaac. So learn to take action. Receive grace to take action. Let may be a month of action for you. Take action. Read. Go to take take some course. Do something. But don't just by all means, if you don't want to do anything at all, do something. Don't sit still. Because when you sit still, you sit on your destiny. You sit on your potential. You sit on your future. And when you sit still, you end up becoming unprofitable servant. That's how the man with one talent became an unprofitable servant. He had a valuable thing he could trade with. He sat on it and he lost out in destiny. You won't lose out in destiny in Jesus' precious name. Amen and amen. Now number five is the habit of keeping the right company. Do you know that the company you keep determines what accompanies you in life? Who you associate with, who you hang out with will influence your life positively or negatively. The Bible says two cannot work together except they be agreed. So that is Amos 3.3. He says, he that works with wise men, Proverbs 13.20. He that works with wise men shall be wise. A companion of fools is destined for destruction. Again, uh, Proverbs 27.17. Iron sharpens iron. So a man sharpens the countenance of his friends. Do you want to become a better version of yourself? Uh, you have to hang out with people who have the same aspirations. Same vision, same dreams, same goals. Those are the people you must hang out with. Hang out with people. You want to be spiritual? Hang out with people who are burning hotter and hotter and are dreaming to become hotter and hotter for the Lord. They want to go far with God. They want to excel in their work with God. Those are the people you should hang out with. You want to increase in your finances. Associate with people who are great thinkers. People who are productive in what they do. People who are hardworking, not lazy folks. That is how you excel in life. You want to become an excellent person. Watch out for people who are excellent and detailed people. Detail-oriented people. People who are purposeful. People who are committed to excellence. And as you associate closely with them, sooner or later, mediocrity will be giving way to excellence in your life. Listen, association matters. Believe it or not, you are a product of the relationships around you. No matter the quality of information you receive, if you hang out with the wrong people, you will become a wrong person. If you hang out with the right people, you will become the right person. That's what scripture tells us. Blessed is a man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sit in the seat of the scornful. The Bible said, walk not with an angry man, lest you be like him. Galatians chapter 4, verse 18, I like it. The Bible says, it is good to be zealously affected always in a good thing. When you associate with good people, it influences you. That's why we come to church. For those of us who are born again, that's why we have to keep company. We keep fellowshipping with one another. The Bible says we should not be slothful. We should not give up the habit of meeting one another. But we should exhort one another and provoke one another unto love and good works. When you have friends who challenge you, when you have friends who provoke you, you will see that you are always being provoked into great things and into better uh, and 
engagement in life. But when you also have friends who drag you on the wrong path, you will not be going forward. There are only two kinds of people in your life, those who are adding to you and those who are taking from you. And any of these people, persons you allow in your life is your choice. Friendship is not forced. It cannot be imposed on you. It's a choice you make. And you must learn to choose your friends wisely. Choose people who challenge you. Choose people who refuse to accept the status quo. Choose people who provoke you unto love and to good works. May you make quality choices as far as your relationships are concerned this month and always in Jesus' precious name. Amen and amen. And of course, this is one subject I love so much. I love this subject. And that is a habit of excellence. The habit of excellence. I like excellence because I saw in scripture many years ago that, Oh Lord, our Lord, how excellent is your name. That's Psalm 8. Psalm 8 tells us that my God is an excellent God. I cannot be a child of an excellent God and settle for mediocrity. I cannot be a child of an excellent God and do my things anyhow. I can only manifest. I carry the DNA of my father right in the inside of me and so I manifest excellence as a way of life. The Bible says in the book of First Peter 2 verse 9, the Amplified Version talks about the fact that we have been chosen so that we will, we will store the excellencies of God. The excellence of God will be seen, will be revealed in our lives. That's what your life ought to be. Your life ought to be one that is communicating excellence. One that is letting people know that your God is excellent. Your work, by, by way of your work, by, by way of the way you speak, by the way you conduct yourself, people should see that truly you are serving a God of excellence. And it begins when you give up mediocrity. It begins when you accept the fact that excellence is not your birthright. Excellence is not when you accept that mediocrity and average is not your birthright. But excellent is what God expects of you. It's so, so, so important. You want to be promoted. You want to excel in life. Please, pursue excellence. We are told in the book of Proverbs 22 verse 29, this is what scripture says, do you see a man who excels in his work? That's what it means. Do you see a man who excels in his work? He will stand before kings. He will not stand before unknown men. Where you stand is predicated on the quality of excellence associated with your life or the habit of excellence you have cultivated. The righteous is more excellent than his neighbor. So, you have to live an excellent life. Once you are born again, you owe it to yourself, you owe it to God, and you owe it to others to be excellent in all you do. An excellent person does not just accept anything. An excellent person goes the extra mile. We are told in Matthew 5, verse 41, if anyone forces you to go one mile, go with him two miles. That is an excellent person. He's always challenging his own standards. He sets standards. He goes over them. He, he achieves them. And then he sets higher standards. He's always striving for more and more. He's always striving to be better than he was yesterday. I pray that that hunger and passion to pursue excellence will be stimulated in your heart. In the name of our Lord Jesus. So, pursue excellence. Cultivate the habit of excellence. Every little thing you do, learn to do it with excellence. Learn to do it with dedication. Learn to do it as the last thing you ever do. Your last opportunity. And if you do that, 
you will see that your life is going on in a very positive dimension one also want to touch on things a habit and this one has to do with your relationship and this has to do with the habit of listening well before speaking this is a habit you must cultivate if you are going to have relational health and have cordial relationship with people around you how you speak when you speak and the words you, you use can really really make a difference listening well before speaking many people are poor listeners i'm learning to become a better listener myself listening is not easy but we all have to learn to listen the bible says in james 1:19. so then they, my beloved brethren let everyone be swift to hear slow to speak slow to wrath swift to hear slow to speak slow to wrath swift to hear slow to speak slow to wrath So there are things we should be slow in. There are things we should be swift in. And that is hearing, 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 hearing. We need to learn to patiently listen to people. Don't be on your phone when you are listening to someone. Don't be on your computer when you are listening to someone. Learn to focus on people. This is a tablet phone generation. We don't have time to give eye contact to people. We are speaking to people. Sometimes our loved ones, our spouses, our children, and our hands are busy. Our eyes are busy. And we are not really making contact emotionally. We are not bonding very well. So we have all kinds of things, and yet we live empty lives. We are not fulfilled, and we are, we are emo- emotionally unfit. Why? Because we don't learn, we have not learned the habit of listening to one another, giving proper audience to people. Sometimes people have all kinds of misunderstandings and, and misinterpretation because rather than listen to a matter very well, they are in a hurry to make a contribution. Proverbs chapter 18 verse 13, he said, he who answers a matter before he hears it, it is folly and shame to him. So you can answer a matter before you hear it. You have already formed a certain mindset. You have, you, have, you, have, you have judged the situation. You will not let the person land. You have already concluded in your mind, this is what the person is going to say. This is what the person means. And if you do that, you always have relational problems because you are not in the person's mind. And until the person speaks, you cannot put a spin on what he's saying. You can't. And sometimes we even give people opportunity to lie because you say, that this is what he was going to say and if it's a wrong thing to you he can quickly if he's not that honest he will just say that's not what he meant and you can't hold him to account why because he's not said that and it's important that we learn to listen to people learn to listen to your children learn to listen to your colleagues learn to listen to your teammates learn to listen to one another we need to learn to listen because in listening we learn in listening we grow in listening we understand in listening we mature i pray that the grace of god will rest upon you and that you'll be able to build up cultivate these habits and walk in the reality of a same the most important thing i need you to understand in all of this you have a destiny of excellence and you can't mess it up and it will never become a reality without actively participating in the process god has his part to do you have your part to do our part is to form the requisite habit that will help us to be able to nurture and build strong relationships live healthy lives and be able to achieve our goals and plans in life this month you will enjoy god's goodness this month you will see his favor in your life like never before your relationship shall be peaceful your relationship shall be harmonious 
you will enjoy better relationships and you will grow in your in the pursuit of your goals and dreams in life the lord bless you and god richly bless you once again for being part of the broadcast today we have partnership link down there i want to encourage you make sure that you sign up partner with us our mandate is to take the gospel on every media platform as God gives us grace. And we want to encourage you to partner with us as we take this good news everywhere people are, every platform people are on, so they can hear the word of God and their lives can be touched and transformed. God richly bless you for signing up and God richly bless you. Those of you who have signed up for honoring your commitment, the Lord bless you. And I look forward to having you join me same time next week. Till I see you same time next week. Be blessed and maximize the grace of God. If you want to accept Jesus and make him your Lord and Savior, you want to say this prayer after me. Mean every word and then believe it in your heart. Say, Lord Jesus, I confess that you are my Lord and my Savior. I believe with my heart that you died and rose again for me. By my belief, I am justified. And by my confession, I am saved. Thank you for saving me. In Jesus' precious name, amen and amen. If you pray that prayer in faith, you are a new creation. All things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. God bless you. We we'll look forward to having you join us again and again. We are blessed. Pastor Afuakwa has just placed in your hands the key for all-round victory, success, and limitless prosperity. Share your testimonies with us on 020-422-5790 or email us at embassyoflifechapel at gmail.com. Get interactive with Pastor Afuakwa on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. For more information, visit our website at www.embassyoflife.org. Fellowship with us this and every Sunday for our service at our headquarter church from 8.30 a.m. to 11 a.m. for our good news service. And on Wednesdays for our discovery service from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. Our church auditorium is located on the top floor of Nanama Ejakuma Plaza opposite the Unity Oil Station, Santata Runabout, Kumasi, Ghana. Alternatively, you can join us online for our services on Embassy of Life Chapel, Facebook or YouTube pages. God richly bless you. Oh, no, no, no.